Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Hey guys, Ken here, back with another Market Breakdown Podcast. How are we? Oh, you're lit. Please tell me you are. If you're not, get lit. You know the procedure. Now, <laughs> guys, wow, what an explosive finish to last week. What an interesting week in general, actually, going through sw literally swings and roundabouts uh, with the markets. One way we're getting led towards massive dollar upside, big dollar balls coming into play on Tuesday after Jerome Powell. And then on Friday, for all those hopes, those dollar balls, the, the hawkish FOMC, cold water massively thrown on that and big downside pressure there. So literally a roller coaster of a move for the dollar. Why? <laughs> Guys, let's break that down before we jump into that. I hope the weeks sort of treated you well and you hadn't had a great one. If you didn't, you know the standard procedure. It doesn't matter. This is all a process. This is longevity. The amount of time through my journey, you know, as I said, I always say this for four years to for you to be a successful trader, you know, year one, complete failure, year two, less failure, but it's still pretty much a bit, quite a bit of failure there. Year three. Okay. We've got some more wins to match with this failure. And in year four, now you're finding consistency. And I say that there and beyond is, is your is your uh, oyster. The world is your oyster. You go and, go and write your own uh, history on, on the trading front because there's history to be made for you and your personal life. And, the, you know, the, the freedom it brings, the financial well-being, all sorts is great. <laughs> so anyway, my point is the amount of times that I was sort of in year two, even year three, and it's like, man, like, I'm still, you know, it's one step forward, two steps back. It's like, what is going on? But I always remembered, always, like any time that I got sent back, I always remembered a couple of things. First thing is, look, let me let me be rational a minute. This is part of the process. I've got to accept it's going to take time. I have to, I have to accept that because trading, okay, I want someone to tell me otherwise. Trading is one of the most hardest crafts to master on this planet, on this planet. It seriously is. You know, it really tests, you know, everything that's out of a, a typical human's capabilities. It pushes those right to the limit. So if you, my friend, have made it through and you are being consistent and successful, you are certainly the minority. Let's all give ourselves a round of applause. Anyway, back to my point of, look, this is all process. Um, Yeah. And I always remembered that my setbacks, any setbacks that I had, the comebacks were always going to be bigger and greater. And they always were. And I'm sure you've had them, right? They might not be on, on a massive scale, even on a, on a smaller scale where one week, you know, you, you you have ended down, you know, quite a bit. You you went against your plan. Your emotions went out the window. But then you you you, you, you reevaluated yourself. You, were, um, you checked yourself in terms of your performance. You checked your journal to understand what uh, the patterns that went wrong there. And then you corrected yourself in this coming week. And then you saw... Decent wins, greater wins that exceeded those losses and you're back on the right path. Do you know what I mean? So those comebacks were always greater. And that's why I've got them, um, you know, tatted on me. Minor setbacks, uh, major comebacks, you know, as a, as a constant reminder in life. Obviously, my, my stuff now goes beyond trading. Uh, you know, I'm in a, in a lot of sort of fingers in a lot of pies investments, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, my responsibilities. So, you know, I still get those setbacks, but I always remember my comebacks are huge. They're huge now. They're crazy comebacks. <laughs> so yeah, just keep that <laughs> in mind. Now, obviously, let's just quickly talk about uh, what went uh, down for the dollar, right? And and for, for me, I'm going to say, is the dollar doomed this week? That's the title of the podcast. Is dollar doomed this week? Potentially, potentially. So 
You would have seen on Tuesday, we had uh, the FOMC rate decision. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ken. Shut the... <laughs> it wasn't a rate decision. <laughs> we had the FOMC chairman, Jerome Powell. Um, he was testifying. And essentially, he was pretty damn aggressive, just to put it into a nutshell for you. Um, the, his communication was largely read by the markets. Look, no matter what he said, look, I'm not going to remember it word for word, but I'm just going to say the, how he communicated things, how the markets interpreted that it's not 25 basis point hikes anymore. It's 50. Hawkish. Hawkish there from the FOMC. Hawkish from Jerome Powell. He's positioned the markets for more hikes. So um, that's why we saw this huge upside for the dollar. Now, let me sort of just share my screen just so we can sort of see that visually. If, if not, guys, if you can't see, don't worry. Just, just listen anyway. So on Tuesday, we had this massive breakout. And I had things sort of lined up here. It made really nice sense technically. It did capitalize on it initially for some, some Euro shorts, um, Aussie shorts, GP shorts initially. We had this left shoulder, we had this head, and we had this right shoulder member. We had the breakout of that neckline, and then we're just sort of consolidating. And we formed this massive sort of flag structure, big breakout there on Tuesday on the back of Jerome Powell being you know, somewhat hawkish. Okay, now... Look, interestingly, across the market, there's a number of things to look at, actually. If you take a look here, interestingly, on Wednesday, we positioned ourselves for potential reversal because we formed an evening star. Remember, evening stars appear at the top of the trend. And then, obviously, that was then validated on Thursday, that downside pressure. And then, obviously, boom, Friday selling after that poor jobs report. And let's just quickly refresh our memories and just, just want to break down this, this report here um, from Friday because... You know, initially I saw the likes of Reuters. Um, there's a couple of other news wires writing, you know, great um, US block, blockbuster jobs number, jobs added to the economy again, FOMC likely to uh, to, to keep uh, raising rates. And I thought you absolute dickheads, like that your, your little minion who's writing that is not even freaking thinking because go look at the actual report and bear in mind, you're supposed to be a news reporter. You're, you're shit anyway. You're not, you're not, you're just a reporter. You're not an analyst. Go and look at the number, the headline, 311,000 jobs added. Fine. Okay, fine, um, you, you uh, narrow-minded piece of shit. What about the rest of the report? It's a jobs report. It's not just a one number, moron. It's a report. So anyway, average hours, uh, uh, hourly earnings, bad. You know, the amount of pe what people get paid dropped down to 0.2%. The unemployment rate in the United States ticked up by two um, percentage points. Um, Sorry, zero point. Uh, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Sunday morning. Give me a break. I haven't even had a coffee yet. Just give me, give me some slack. There's that Monday morning feeling for you guys now. Anyway, look, the unemployment rate ticked up 3.6%. Previous was 3.4. Miles are looking for 3.4. So that's bad. The unemployment ticked up. The amount of people getting paid dropped. Not a good number. Okay, so that suggests to me there's a bit of slack now in the labor market, can we really withstand 50 basis points in terms of hikes? You aggressive markets? Probably not. So that's why we saw this big pullback for the dollar. And that's why I'm saying, is the dollar doomed this week? Potentially, potentially, why? Okay, because it's a big week this week. Uh, again, another big week. Man, it just doesn't stop. Bang, bangers after bangers. So on Tuesday, we've got US CPI data and CPI is expected to call. Okay, and then on Wednesday, We've got PPIs. PPIs are expected to call, generally speaking, as well. Retail sales are expected to be worse. If this data is bad, dollar is certainly doomed, my friends. Dollar is doomed. 
And then on Thursday, this is worthy of note for the Dixie, the dollar index, because remember, euro makes up 50% weighting of the dollar index. We've got the ECB rate decision. We'd expect to pay a hike by 50 basis points. Now, if we just take a look at euro here. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice, at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. You know, Euro has set itself up for a potential rebound. If you look on a daily, guys, look, what, what's this? Maybe a double bottom. We formed what was going to be looking to be, if the, if, if the non-farm payrolls were strong, this head and shoulders was going to play out. Left shoulder, head, right shoulder. But I've seen this so many times where the head and shoulders don't play out and the right shoulders pings. And we got an indication that that was going to happen, okay? Because we formed, you see the Dixie, I've told you about the evening star. Look here in the Euro on the flip side. Nice morning star uh, candlestick there. Validated on Thursday by closing above this candlestick and then boom, made way for upside pressure there uh, on Friday. So we've got this potential double bottom one, two. The uh, the neckline of that at around sort of 106.90 around psychological 107 area. So we do have potential for that double bottom to play out to push us back into firmly into 108 territory towards sort of 108.50. And then obviously that pays the way for a return into 109, which we haven't seen since um, February. February. Uh, that's just last month. I said it like it's a long time ago. It feels like a long time ago, to be fair, because uh, of all this this ranging. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on that. The e markets are um, look. The ECB has prepared the markets for a fifty base point hike. That's largely priced in. You you know what the markets want. They're going to want seventy five base points in terms of if we want euro balls. Uh, so we need to see seventy five base points, and euro could really rally. You never know. We might get it. The Eurozone's resilient. I put about uh, an economic piece about this previously via the app that's explaining how, you know, the labor market's strong in the Eurozone. Um, the employment picture's good. Uh, wages are good. So the economy, the Eurozone economy can actually withstand some hikes, um, some more hikes from the ECB. So you never know. They might catch the markets off guard and go for, you know, some real punch. <laughs> 75 basis points. Let's, let's, let's see. Um, that'll be interesting for sure. So th those are your highlights. Um, really for this week in terms of sort of major economic data points. Um, so obviously if these, if these CPIs do come out lower from the United States, uh, the, the inflation data, oh, then it's going to, the dollar is going to be doomed. Okay. Because we won't be looking for that 50 basis points. We're going to be just looking for 25, 25 basis points. And then maybe, you know, if, if these inflation data, inflation calls across the board, then maybe it's not just 25, it's a dovish hike, right? They hike by 25 and then they position the markets for potential evaluation let's evaluate the way we're raising rates for now let's maybe pause rate rises which of course would be a massive dollar negative so the fmc rate decision by the way guys um is not this week it's next week okay so next week we do have that if fmc rate decision on wednesday which would be huge now given that just that you can just see how markets are just all about fmc right now all about that um given that heavy volatility that we saw there on uh, tuesday and then a massive volatility followed up on Friday, this is everyone, uh, you know, trading um, what um, the markets are expecting for FOMC, you know, in terms of pricing that in with um, the uh, Fed's funds rate. Okay, so um, yeah, that that's that's pretty much it. That's the main gist of the market of the, the key things that I really wanted to note this week. Um, so yeah, another one all about dollar. Stay lit, stay blessed, have an amazing one. Let's get it.